Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. People never cease to amaze me. I'm not entirely sure what you've encountered lately that amazes you about people. Maybe alarms or horrifies you about people would be more reasonable. You have this woman who approached me herself a year ago about somebody else (laughs) and wanting me to get involved at a certain level and putting all of this in private message to me that I still have, by the way. Mistake number one. (laughs) Puts it all in private message to me. And then because she says one thing about us that was false and I proved it false, she blocked me. Oh, you know, just another example of a toddler. I remember the day that she called you on the phone and talked to you for like 45 minutes ranting and raving about people. I'm glad you said that because that's in the thread as well. Yeah. Here's the thing. Now she goes around because she thinks I can't see anything. She goes around and tells people that will listen how horrible of a person I am. It really irritates me because she uses one particular place as her reasoning. Yet that's the place she was complaining to me about. That's the place that she was saying was she literally used the word stalking that they were stalking me. (laughs) You know what I find alarming? The fact that she called you a bully multiple times and now is proceeding to try to shut you up and keep you away from opportunities by lying to people about you. And I would think that that falls within the realms of bullying. Why do you think I decided to put her on blast? I mean, as long as you've known me, have I ever put somebody on blast like that? Not with their name out. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. See, to me, putting somebody on blast isn't just telling their story, right? It's actually saying their name because, hey, the story, they could just deny, oh, that's not me. He's talking about somebody else. I could even deny, no, that's not them. I'm talking about somebody else. But when you put their name out there and you don't care, that's putting them on blast. And I put There's this no person on blast. It. Exactly. And she deserved to be put on blast because I honestly... That's why I've never done it is because I don't think people usually deserve it. People screw up. But I think this was done purposely because I didn't make her little issue a top priority. My direction changed a little bit because I didn't make it a top priority. Now she's going to turn me into the bad guy. Oh, she's she's a toddler. And she's just going to join their side of the argument. But what she doesn't understand is she's already told me exactly how she feels about their side of the argument. So she's going to make the claim that she changed her mind. But I'm going to make the claim that she just plays whichever side works for her at the time. 
What I, the part that I think is particularly funny is the issue she takes with me is that I was rude to somebody in a thread about that homeless thing. Yeah. And you so nicely went through the 9,000 comments on that thread and found where I was quote unquote rude to someone. And it's funny because that someone is now a friend of ours. Yes. And we saw. And what did that friend say when you brought it up? Yeah, we saw him, and I was like, apparently I was rude to you in the thread, in his thread. And he was like, you were? And then we told him what, what you said, and he remembered. And then he said it was actually quite helpful to be redirected to the, to the beginning of the thread, because he had missed half of the discussion. See, that's a thing. We talked about it on the episode with Joy. Mm-hmm. I cannot wrap my head around people like this. It makes no sense to me. It's like the fake accounts. They say something and then you're supposed to believe it because they're saying it and they're advocating for it. I feel like the only reason, like the only rational reason for being mad at somebody for being rude to someone else is if that someone else is pissed off about it or feelings are hurt or something. If the other person doesn't even understand, doesn't even think it was rude, then what the heck is your problem? Just shut the hell up. But hold on. Hold on a second. If you are not related to person A in any way, shape, or form. You're not their friend, neighbor, relative. And you're also not related to person B in the same manner that you're not related to person A. So you don't really know either person, okay? You may have met them before, any of that. It doesn't matter. You just don't really know them, though. It'd be like me saying I know the inner workings of you know Art Brown's life because I've seen him at a city council meeting. <laughs> it's like that dumb of a situation where right. you have the A and the B. They don't even know each other. And so then A says something rude to B. Let's say they really do. Let's say it was rude. Why is it your business to be mad at person A and demand they apologize? Oh, I know. I, I do agree with you. But I feel like being mad when the when the person that the quote-unquote rudeness was directed at isn't even giving it a second thought, then everybody should just shut the hell up. There was well, obviously my, no rudeness there. But that's my point. If the other person reacted with, oh my gosh, that's the rudest thing. Why were you so rude? Okay, then maybe you join in the outrage. But when the other person didn't say a word and now actually after the fact has said it was helpful, you don't belong commenting on that. You're not related to either person. And why is that important? Why do you think being related to either person is important? Because it's not your business. It's a different kind of a relationship. If it's you and me and you do something cuckoo, I have a right to come to you and say you did something cuckoo. And vice versa. And vice versa. And honestly, if one of our good friends does something like that, we still have a right. It's a little bit lower priority. Mm -hmm. You know, if we were like below two important people and we said the opposite, clearly we should just be dismissed because we're too low down the food chain. But if you're a really good friend, you have a right to say something. Well, the other part that I was getting a kick out of was that she kept insisting that I lived next to her. Yeah. And never happened. When she insists that I live next to her, I was certainly living in another country, like 100% living in a different country. So, well, right. And that's, that's the thing that I say, though. People put up these comments, you know, when you're having a debate, it's known as a straw man argument. They create 
this situation and then they try to sell it. And the reality is that's not what happened. But you're supposed to believe it. And because they claim to believe it, it has to be true. And because it's true, you have to believe it. But the problem is it's not true. It didn't happen. It's just she's just a whack job. Like you insist I was rude to people I wasn't actually rude to. You insist you've met me before and that I used to live somewhere that I've never lived. Like, bitch, get your facts straight. Sorry. Well, and now she's insisting shit about me. That she clearly contradicting her own self. Right. It's like, can you can you grow some facts? I think that I could send her a fact seed and she could plant a fact tree and get a fucking clue at the same time. It would be the only way. Here's the thing. They ask me why I get involved in local politics. Right. Who needs that kind of drama in their life? And I'm like, maybe you don't feel the same way I do, but I feel like it's important to be involved in your city and to fight for what's right. And you know what? For me, with what we're doing right now, and I know people are listening that are opposing our situation, and that's fine. But here's what I want to say about that. It's really important that I say this. Whether we win or lose, that isn't what this is about. This is about exposing corruption that exists in this city's government. And I'm going to tell you right now, yes on the recall or no on the recall, we've already won a big battle because people are now talking about the 80 plus thousand dollars in office expenses. Right. And, and a certain somebody trying to deflect by saying, oh, it's fake. You, you know, you doctored it. Anyone who wants to see can go to send in, you know, go to the website, look up on um, public records, and I believe yeah. it's even like I believe it's even like public records at buenapark.com. If, if I'm not wrong, I'll put it in the show notes. So <laughs> ignore the actual what I said and just find it in the show notes. But you can request those for yourself. So so if you can request them for yourself, then you can tell none of us is doctoring anything. What's 100% the truth. Right. That's just what I wanted to get off my chest because that's another thing I can't wrap my head around. I can't wrap my head around how people can just say something and expect you to believe it. And I can't wrap my head around how people put words in your mouth that you didn't say and expect you to accept it. I just, I don't understand that. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't know. It knocks me off kilter. It just does. So let's talk about something else. It's 4th of July right now as we talk. And we're in kind of a strange situation because, you know, you're helping out Deborah by watching her pooch. And I'm here with the two foster poochies and the yog dog dog. There's a 45 pound demon sleeping on my feet right now because she's scared of the booming sounds. They're all afraid of the booming sounds, except for the The weenie. He doesn't care. The 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 wiener dog. Well, first you got the yogi. He's right up against my leg. Like, he couldn't get any closer if he tried. Is he still leaving? No, he's kind of chilled out right now. That's good. And then the wiener dog, he's right up against the yog dog and under my arm. Like, he's... he's He's not shivering either. They're just both kind of chilled out. The yogi's letting him cuddle? Yes. Wow. Yogi's a little wasted on Benadryl, which, you know, we gave him a half of a Benadryl because he's just a tiny little guy. And then there's the chewy. Chewini, he's just fast asleep in your spot. The Chewie doesn't give a shit about anything. He doesn't care. But it hasn't been horrible yet, but it hasn't gotten dark yet. It is getting worse. Here's what I wanted to say. You know, there's people online saying stuff about fireworks. There's somebody who's a friend of ours who is like proud to say, well, my dog looks for the prey when it hears the things as though it's a trained hunting dog or something. 
<laughs> basically acting like your dog is useless. Well, guess what? It doesn't change the fact that dogs get scared, regardless of the reason, regardless of what you actually think of whether it's important or not. Dogs get scared. I'll tell you and something kind of funny in relation to what you just said. In the dead center of what I'm saying? Okay, go ahead. Well, it's kind of related to what you just said, so I'm going to interrupt. My uncle is a hunter. He hunts all the time. He has three well-trained hunting dogs. Right. Like professionally trained hunting dogs. Right. And every year on New Year's Eve, he would set up a huge fireworks display on like that hill across from his house. Mm-hmm. And the one year, one of his hunting dogs, you know, these professionally trained hunting dogs used to gunshots, got so scared, it ran away. And Aww. his other two had to be locked in the basement so that they wouldn't get scared. Oh, poor babies. It has nothing to do with the usefulness of the dog. Oh, I, I, you don't even have to tell me <laughs> that. I 100% agree with you. But that's my point is like what I was getting at was if my dog is upset by that and you want to set off fireworks, why does it have to be an all or nothing situation? Why right? can't we respect each other's rights? Wow, did you hear that? Respect each other's rights and compromise. You know what? It's 4th of July. People want to celebrate. Sun goes down around 8.30. It's right. going to go crazy. That's okay. Let it go crazy from 8.30 to 10, 10.30, even 11, okay? Then the dogs have to deal with it during that time. Don't go cuckoo crazy before that, and don't go cuckoo crazy after that. If you limit your celebrating to that time, you got to celebrate, and my dog had to deal with that situation for a shorter period of time. So yeah, so my dog was stressed and that's bad, but it's not fair to the other people to tell them they can't celebrate because my dog is scared. So you shorten the period. But what happens now is you demand, I want none of these fireworks and they demand they want the biggest fireworks because they're pissed off at you and they want to prove a point. So now your poor dog gets tortured all day long because you're demanding they get rid of fireworks. Meet in the middle somewhere, people. Then the dogs will still be a little scared, but they'll get over it quickly. And then the people get to celebrate just not as much as they normally are doing. Well, and I was going to say, I could respect, I could even respect like a third, fourth and fifth of July combination. Sure. As long as it wasn't from the midnight on the third all the way till, you know, midnight on the sixth. Right. I mean, there has to be, if you want to do it the third, fourth and fifth, that's fine. Do it on the third from the same time frame, 830 to 11, then on the fifth or the fourth. Maybe maybe because it's the 4th, you let them start at 7.30 to 11. Then on the 5th, back to 8.30 to 11. There you go. You gave them some time. They got to have the time. And your pets didn't get tortured as much. I think it's fair. Exactly. It's a compromise. But that's how all relationships are supposed to work. And I think that's the problem is that people in society, they don't treat it like it's any kind of a relationship. A relationship doesn't have to mean you're intimate. It doesn't have to mean you go and you hang out together. You have other ways of relating to people. We live in an apartment complex and I swear to God, I'm going to start creating those audio (laughs) files because these these people do things that I know they don't get is a problem, but at the same time, they kind of have a feeling they're not doing the right thing. They have they're just to. Not, they're not just not sure where it's coming from. Oh, come on. I talk to people down there 
when we sit outside. And yeah, sometimes they'll act like they agree, but I can tell that they're like, oh my God, I can't believe someone caught me in that. And that that's how they feel about it. You can just tell that you've got the person that did it. And what I'm getting at here is like, just be genuine, man. Just do your thing and realize it's a relationship. I owe you just so much. You owe me just so much. And that's it. But it's still a relationship. And everybody in our community has to think of it that way. There's a relationship amongst all of us, and we owe each other the respect to give each other a little bit of what they want. I mean, there's no, what's wrong with a little celebration? There isn't anything wrong with it. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with what people are doing right now. There's fireworks being set off. There's lots of booms. I don't see anything wrong with it. And we have three terrified dogs. Terrified. Yes. Well, and here's the thing, though. Some people will say, well, what if they catch a house on fire? Well, guess what? If they catch a house on fire, they're going to have to deal with the ramifications of what they did. Exactly. That's what insurance is for. I mean, there'll be an investigation and the police will handle it if necessary. Right. I mean, that's, they just, should. that's just how it works. And, and, you know, you take that risk when you do stuff like that. And exactly. if you want to, and if you want to. Go for it. And if you don't want to, no one should laugh at you because you don't want to. You take that risk every time you cook something on a gas stove. You take that risk every time you get in your car. You take that risk every time you smoke at the barbecue pit. Nobody ever questions those things. No, that's exactly what I'm getting at is it's like people make up their mind about things and you're just supposed to buy into it. And it goes us that brings us right back to the beginning, which is great because it's starting to get late. But here's the thing. It goes right back to that beginning. You can't put up. That's funny. You can't put up (laughs) a situation and then advocate for it and expect us to believe it if the facts don't pan out. Exactly. You have to allow people to make their own decision on stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, I mean, and and right, right back to the fireworks thing. Finding a compromise is the important way to solve the problem. I don't understand why people always have a black or a white in things. You either have to ban something or fully allow it. Why isn't there ever anything in in the middle? Because that would be too difficult for a two-party system to even fathom. Well, it's weird because, okay, this is going to date me, but, and it's also kind of a weird thing to talk about, but back, you know, when I was like late teens, early twenties, there was discussions about like strip clubs and why do cities just flat out ban strip clubs? When there's people there who would be comfortable with maybe a topless club. So why not allow it, right? Like, in other words, set the rules based on the area you're in and what the people think. Uh Because after all, whose rights are being violated? If they're violated, those people. So they should be the arbiters of what's what they like and dislike, right? Right. But yet somebody in government sits there and says, nope, no strip club here. None. It's against the law. If someone does it, they're going to jail. That's not right. It's like the short-term rental bullshit all over again. Yeah. Once again, right. You got to decide. The government decides they want it a certain way. And because a small percentage of people want it that way, they, they go and they push for it. But what they don't realize is, what did we say last time? Yeah. Already that way. You're already living that reality. When you own a house, do you own that piece of property? In most cities, yes. With the exception of Irvine? Yes. (laughs) But it's okay. So you own a house in Cyprus. You own that piece of property. It's yours. You paid a shitload of money for it. Why the hell shouldn't you be able to do what you want on your property as long as you're not hurting anybody else? I agree. And I think think it comes down to letting the individuals who live in that neighborhood make the decision how it should be handled. I mean, if you're short-term renting out your space to like a herd of meth addicts and they're breaking into cars in the neighborhood, you're hurting other people. You should have consequences for that. Exactly. But if you're 
renting to like a nice quiet college student and they can only rent like a week by week by week because that's when they get paid. Who is the city to stop that? Honestly. Well, and like we talked about, as long as it's following the rules of the area that they're in, right? then I don't see why it's a problem. It, it really is a very consistent discussion that we've been having the last few weeks about our rights. So you know what? I don't usually do this, but because we're kind of pushing the Liberty Revealed podcast in honor of peeling the orange and its resurrection, whoop, whoop. I'm really excited by that. It's going to be super duper crazy. We're going to potentially talk about federal legalization of marijuana. We're not really sure the exact topic. We kind of got together and picked a couple of, how to put it, possible topics. And my new co-host, her name is Dawn DeMare. And um, we're going to get this show off the ground again. And it's a political-based discussion. So hopefully you and I will have less political discussions over here. We won't, though. And at least more succinct political discussions. Because I can just say, oh, like I said on Peeling the Orange, episode 52, go listen to it. Anyway, it's going to be Peeling the Orange coming back. But here's what I want you to do. If you're interested in learning about this personal freedom issue that we keep talking about because it's so important to our country, that we be allowed to speak out about corruption and that we be allowed to have our peace at city council meetings so that they don't tell us what to do, then go to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash Liberty Revealed. Put your email address in there. We don't spam you. We promise you that. We just keep you up to date on what's going on in the network. But by going to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash Liberty Revealed, giving me your email address, you are going to get a free ebook on personal liberty called Imagine This Liberty Revealed. <laughs> so go get your freebie and learn something. Give Peeling the Orange a quick listen when it comes out and we will announce that here. And um, take good care of the Lila dog. Poor baby. How's she doing? She has officially overheated my body and now she's mad because I moved my feet. Uh, so she's super huffy puffy. You know what's happening with Yogi is his Benadryl is kind of kicked in so he's just sort of shallow huffing and puffing mm-hmm. but not like to the point where he's dripping saliva everywhere he's just sort of well, chilling out a bit which is good i'm happy for him poor baby so i have a wet spot on my pants from where lila was dripping her drool all over me because <laughs> she's puffing and huffing poor thing yep well on that note time to take care of the doggies good night everyone hasta le bye bye thank you for listening to the nightly rant if you enjoyed the show please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or google play If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.